Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock School. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. How about that? December 21, 1970, Richard Nixon receives Elvis into the Oval Office and the number one requested White House photo is taken. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network, 27 stations strong. I am Santa Claus today. I'm Joe Burns. This is Mrs. Claus. You are? I am Tammy Burns. I didn't know Mrs. Claus's name was Tammy Burns. Do you think in some way we're related? No. We with the Kringles? Somewhere way back when the Kringles were in Scotland? They were I never in not. Scotland. I I've never not. been to the North Pole either. This is Christmas show number two. We like to do Christmas shows each year, at least two of them. Why? Because we're on the PRX network, and this is for radio stations who are looking to fill time during the Christmas season. I was a programmer for 12 years at Christmas, and there were many times where I thought to myself, if I could just fill an hour because these disc jockeys won't show up, I would do it. So What's we do. the other big one we're on? I Heart Radio. I Heart Radio. Can you imagine? Yeah, I can because it's actually true. This time around, we're going to answer the eternal question, who are these bands that keep showing up at Christmas? I never see them anywhere other than Christmas. What do you mean? The Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Say no more. Or as their fans call them, TSO. Ladies and gentlemen, oh yes. no, it was founded back in 1996, and it's one of those bands that just shows up every Christmas. And everybody, I think it's one of these immediate gang saying things. Do you like that? Oh, I love it. Them and Mannheim Steamroller. Are you listening to them in like February? I could work one month out of the year yes. and be done. <laughs> really, is that true? I could. Believe it or not, the Trans Siberian Orchestra has sold 10 million concert tickets and over 10 million albums, which only leads me to believe what they do is you can't leave the concert without buying an album. They never had an opening group. They never were an opening group themselves, and they went straight to arenas. Who are they? And do they only tour like two months out of the year, November, good, December? Good question. Why Christmas? What, where did these people come from, and where do they go once Christmas is over? Is it like a hovel for Christmas bands no there one is. cares about? It's we'll, called the Bahamas. We'll open the doors and let you go right before Thanksgiving. So we're going to play a little bit here. This is Trans-Siberian Orchestra. We're tell you about them all Mannheim steamroller all those good ones here you go it's nut rocker on rock school
Okay, who is the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, or if you're one of their fans, who is TSO? Well, TSO is Paul Neal. Paul Neal was this guy who produced and managed rock bands, including Aerosmith, Humble Pie, ACDC, Joan Jett, Scorpions, and when he came up with this idea, was working with a progressive metal band called Savatage, S-A-V-A-T-A-G-E, Savatage. So what he did was say to the guys in Savatage, hey, why don't we work on an idea that I have, which is a trio, a trilogy of Christmas albums? We'll have three albums and blah, blah, blah. We'll be able to do something with it. People love Christmas. He pitches the idea to Atlantic Records and they green light the band. So including these guys from Savantage, mm-hmm. he hires a bunch of other musicians and comes up with Christmas Eve and other stories and son of a gun if he doesn't have success with it. And by the way, I should tell you the name came from a trip to Russia that Paul O'Neill had where he actually rode on the Trans-Siberian Rail. Really? And he thought it was such a wicked cool thing that yeah. he, you know, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. But they have nothing to do with Russia. The, the band is humongous right now. I mean, everybody wants to see them. They come to all the major cities. They only tour at Christmas. Okay, thank you. Which means back it up a little bit. Sort of the end of October, let's start selling tickets. Right, Uh, right. And once Christmas is over, that's it. I'd love to tell you that Paul O'Neill is super-duper-duper rich right now, but he died of an overdose in a Florida hotel back in 2013. However, this machine that he created, which is the Trans-Siberian Orchestra... Keeps rolling. Right. It's not the people of Savatage anymore. It's a huge, rotating group of musicians and singers and really really hot violin players Uh if you've ever seen the group oh i have Uh, there's a really really hot violin player always and she's dressed as sort of a female (laughs) pirate but huge light show huge video screens and believe it or not According to those who calculate this stuff, Trans-Siberian Orchestra holds the record for having the most houses and the lights you put on the house synchronized to their music. I I don't know. I guess there was a plaque. I have no idea. A trophy, some kind of a thing around with it. Close to 100 vocalists have worked on it. And now they're starting to rotate the show twice. So they'll have two entirely different Uh, trans-siberian orchestras because the christmas season isn't that long yeah so if you can do two shows in one shot but you've done it wow where most people if you're a fan of this think it began and it probably did with christmas sarajevo 1224 christmas sarajevo sarajevo as in the city 1224 obviously that means christmas and this is really the first hit that this group had. Who are these bands that come every Christmas? Well, that's the Trans-Siberian Orchestra here in Rock School.
Okay, there's one more from the Trans-Siberian Orchestra as we talk about who are these bands that keep showing up every Christmas? <laughs> Let's move along to the Mannheim Steamroller. Oh, yeah? You know the conservative commentator on radio, Rush Limbaugh? Never heard of him. <laughs> Funny. When Mannheim Steamroller first came out, he sort of latched onto them yeah. and was using their music as his bumper music, and I, he would pitch yep. them and such, which leads me to believe they gave him some money to oh, do really? it. I would think, because it's hard for me to believe a man that commands an audience that huge would use it for his own thought process when, for the sake of argument, you could take the money and do it. You don't think I he paid would. them? Oh, no. Come on no. now. The group has sold 28 million albums in the U.S. alone. Who is Mannheim Steamroller? Well, it's Chip Davis. One guy. Yep. Chip Davis, one more time, is a producer. Now, don't get me wrong. He hired musicians to come in, but Chip Davis is the, the person who it is. Uh, Chip Davis decided he wanted to do modern recordings of traditional and well-known Christmas music. He's a huge fan of this synth stuff. So, mm -hmm. you know, wah, 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 a little quacky yeah. synth thing that goes. Here's a trivia piece uh, for you. Uh -huh. Chip Davis worked with a fellow named songwriter Bill Fries. Uh, anybody? Anybody? No. He wrote and produced the song for C.W. McCall and played drums. Anybody? No. Anybody? Who? 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 Convoy. Come on now. Yeah, rubber ducky. We yeah. got us a convoy. Let those truckers roll. 10-4. So he was known in the business, and of course, those who were in the availability of giving him studio time and mm -hmm. such said, sure. He wanted to start, before all the Christmas stuff, he wanted to do his Fresh Air series of albums. There's Fresh Air 1, Fresh Air 2, Fresh Air 3, 4, and on. I think there's seven or eight of them now. But the first four were summer, winter, fall, spring. Right. Okay, cute. It wasn't until he got to his first Christmas album that people really took note of it. And then bands were formed and they went around as Mannheim Steamroller. That's right. Now, yeah. what is a Mannheim Steamroller? Now, you think it would be the, the thing that sort of pushes dirt and such. Yeah, oh, that no. makes uh, the road, right? Oh, no. No, what is it? Mannheim Steamroller comes from an 18th century German musical technique. What it is is a crescendo that keeps going and going and going and going until it just simply overpowers the song. It comes from the Mannheim School of Music, and it was nicknamed a Mannheim Steamroller. Get out. Because it steamrolled the music and hopefully steamrolled the audience. Woo! So now you know the Mannheim Steamroller.
coming into the first break, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. One of the most successful Christmas songs of all time. Yeah. And you know what? They're still making money off it. To which you say, how is that possible? No, I know how that's possible. How are they making money off it? Uh, because, Tell me. Because it's one guy who owns everything. Well, it's it, the one guy owns the whole thing, but where's he selling it? This is the fun thing. Okay, tell me. His name is Elmo, and it really is. It really is E-L-M-O. Elmo. E-L-M-O. Elmo Shropshire. I think I'm doing that correctly. S-H-R-O-P-S-H-I-R-E. Elmo Shropshire. And by the way, he was married to Patsy Trigg mm-hmm. Shropshire. That's why they were Elmo and Patsy. Yeah. He's making money leasing the song to two things. Christmas cards that you open up and nice. it plays. Nice. And those little plush toys <gasps> where you press the, f- oh, the finger. Oh, one. Yeah, and it goes like yes, that. Yes, I yeah. love those things. Yeah, there you go. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. He, uh, Elmo Shropshire, recorded this song by Randy Brooks. Randy Brooks, the son of Foster Brooks, the 1960s, 70s comedian. Yeah, the, dr- the guy who was always drunk, right? W- or pretending to be drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So what he did is he recorded it and he and his wife had unbelievably good success for it and then he uh, uh, divorced his wife of course he did yes uh, and he re-recorded it and this is the one you hear mm-hmm. not the original when he leases it he recorded it again in 1992 for the album dr elmo's twisted christmas Uh-oh. and then once again in 2000 for the album up your chimney apparently oh up up there, up your chimney. Yeah, apparently left another wife. Uh, his current wife, Pam Wendell, uh, uh, is who he's with right now. This uh-huh. guy makes his money. He's actually employed. He is a large animal veterinarian. Get bent. Yeah, horses, bulls, things like that. Uh-huh. And for a while, he worked at Aqueduct and Belmont Park. So now he's a full-time guy. He's also taking care of animals. And on top of that, he's a competitive runner and holds the U.S. record in the 5K for his age bracket. You are kidding. Grandma got run over. Grandma's not getting any money for this, though, is she? Well, Patsy Trigg isn't. And to be honest, Elmo's not going to get a tremendous amount. Most of it's going to go to Randy Brooks. But the song is one of the most successful Christmas songs ever, and so the residuals are enough to keep the man going. Yay! Yay! There you go. Who's listening to us here on the Rock School Radio Show? Well, that is KPVL in Decorah, Iowa. Fair enough. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Out of the break as we continue with the show 
Who are these bands that keep showing up every Christmas? Bob Rivers, ladies and gentlemen. Bob Rivers. Now, I, I picked one that isn't super duper known. Okay. But I know for a fact you know Bob Rivers' music. He was a DJ from Connecticut and then Maryland, but made most of his success in Seattle. He's a keyboardist, he's got his own studio, and he writes a ton of parody songs, and he had fantastic success with the album Twisted Christmas. Yes, he did. Which came out in 1987, and the songs you probably know are The Restroom Door Said Gentlemen, So I Just Walked Inside. However, the big, big hit, the one that gets played every year, are the 12 Pains of Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Yes. And then people continue. I love the whole album. I could not listen to it enough. Really? Yes. He has a bunch of other ones. I know. He has one called Chipmunks Roasting on an Open Fire and White Trash Christmas. Uh-huh. There used to be a, uh, a, 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 what do you call it, an industry magazine that looked at music, especially radio, called Radio and Records. And he was the major market rock personality of the year and has been Billboard's radio personality of the week multiple, multiple times. Now, you may not know the name Bob Rivers, but I'll bet you know the music. Here's the 12 Pains of Christmas on Rock School. Thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me is finding a Christmas tree. The second thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me, rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The third thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me, hangovers, rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The fourth thing at Christmas that's such a thing to me Spending Christmas cards Hangovers Rigging up the lights And finding a Christmas tree The fifth thing at Christmas that's such a thing to me Is finding a Christmas tree Christmas cards, hangovers, rigging up the lights, and finding a Christmas tree. The sixth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me, facing my in-laws, I hate those Christmas cards, hangovers, rigging up these lights, oh, I don't even know half these people, oh, who's got the cheerleader paper, got a flashlight of your fuse, and finding a Christmas tree. Okay, apparently we are not talking enough or we're not playing enough music or my mathematics with numbers stink. I don't know what mathematics is with anything else, but my mathematics with numbers stink. <sighs> and we're about three minutes short of the bottom of the hour. Do it. We've got to play something. Uh-huh. We, we suggested Bob Rivers, the restroom door said, gentlemen. It's only a minute and a half long, so here you go on Rock School. The restroom door said, gentlemen, so I just walked inside. 
I took two steps and realized I've been taken for a ride. I heard high voices, turned and found the place was occupied by two nuns, three old ladies, and a nurse. What could be worse than two nuns, three old guys, and one high heel up my behind? Now I can't sit with comfort and joy, boy oh boy. No, I'll never sit with comfort and joy. Okay, one of the downsides of radio is that there is no visual that goes along with it. So I will try to use my perfectant radio skills and uh, give to you it happened. My wife has just been running around for the past three minutes saying to me, where are my glasses? Where? Am, what did you do with my glasses? Where did the dog eat my glasses? <laughs> we found them. They were on her face. Oh. So here we go. These are the rock and roll dates for seven days and 70 seconds, December 16th through December 22nd. You got Monday, Tammy. Go. I can see it now. December 16th, 2018. <laughs> The Me Too movement leads to the banning of Baby It's Cold Outside. December 17th, 1967, George Harrison and John Lennon screened the Magical Mystery Tour movie for members of the Beatles fan club. December 18th, happy 76th birthday, Keith Richards. Have you seen those things online and social media where you're supposed to get a picture of yourself 10 years ago and then now because we're starting the new decade? Okay. They did one with Keith Richards. And he looked the same? They went back 12 decades. He looks exactly the same. December 9th, 2014, Darlene Love sings Christmas, Baby Please Come Home on David Letterman's show for the last time. It became a tradition, but darn it, Dave retired. December 20th, 1975, Joe Walsh officially becomes a member of the Eagles, replacing... Bernie Leadon. Who was Bernie? Bernie Leadon. Bernie was was the guitarist. He was one of the lead players. I'm just checking. How about that? December 21, 1970, Richard Nixon receives Elvis into the Oval Office, and the number one requested White House photo oh, is taken. So cold. And then so December cold. 22, 1987, Nikki Six dies from a heroin overdose, clinically dead. He is brought back by paramedics, and then later that night, shoots up again. Good. Gosh. I am not kidding you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Who are these bands that keep showing up every year? Well, Pentatonics is one of them. Abbreviated PTX, if you're one of the hip and cool kids. And they are known for their Christmas music. We'll play one. We'll come back tell you all about it. Pentatonics here on Rock School. Okay, we just finished listening to Pentatonics. They are a five-person acapella group. 
Why pentatonics? If you take a major scale and get from the root note to the octave note in five notes, it's called a pentatonic scale. And by putting an X into anything, people think it's cool. <laughs> they were formed in 2011 and they won the third season of NBC's The Sing-Off and they received $200,000 in a wow. contract to Sony Music. Woo! Sony dumped them. <gasps> Epic, <laughs> Epic Records picked them up. Uh, the group formed a YouTube channel and its music is being sent out through Madison Gate Records. They currently have over 4 billion views on YouTube. Eight albums, four of which are Christmas. The Christmas songs, I can't name another song that they sing, but the Christmas songs are the ones that have gone platinum. The Christmas albums have gone platinum. I guess if you really love them, you would know the other stuff, but it's the Christmas stuff that has really made them take off. But it all started with one of these talent shows. Wow. They've undertaken two Christmas tours, and they're currently in their third one. Goodness. Pentatonic once again here on Rock School. into the uh, second break here. Who are these bands I keep hearing at Christmas? Straight No Chaser. Yes? No? Straight No Chaser. Straight No Chaser. They're an acapella group. Notice I put the acapella groups together. Mm -hmm. That's radio programming. Woo! Uh, 1996, Indiana University. Uh, in 2007, though, a video of them from back in 1998 singing the 12 Days of Christmas went viral. Yes. 8 million views. Uh, yeah. It was filmed in uh, December 7th, 1998 at the Musical Arts Center in Bloomington, Indiana. Right. On December 22nd, 2008, Holiday Spirits became the number one selling Christmas album on both the iTunes and Amazon.com charts. And in November 2014, the group released a new Christmas track entitled Text Me Merry Christmas <laughs> featuring Miss Frozen herself, uh -oh. Kristen Bell. There's yet another album out there called I'll Have Another. It's the sixth studio album. And Straight No Chaser is making a living as an acapella group that came out of Indiana University. I love it. Right. We got to take a break here. We're going to come back. We'll come out of the break. We'll play uh, Straight No Chaser. I want to play the 12 Days of Christmas because it, you're saying to yourself, well, Joe, you've already played the 12 Pains of Christmas. Uh -huh. This Straight No Chaser is really not 
if you if you don't know it, it isn't the straightforward 12 days of Christmas. It is one of those farcicals where everything goes wrong, but goes wrong on purpose, and it's really, really well done. Who's listening to us? WMCE Erie, PA. Excellent. We will be back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, I promised you Straight No Chaser and the original 1998 recording, but 2007 YouTube video of their rendition of the 12 Days of Christmas. Here it is on Rock School. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden rings. Four calling three French hens, turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me ladies dancing Okay, coming into the last break here on Rock School. Why? Because the songs were short and I didn't talk enough. That's right. Just give me a little bit of time to play some more music after this last break. This one I saved for last because it's not a name like Straight No Chaser or Pentatonix or Mannheim Steamroller that might jump up and bite you, but I know you've heard their stuff. Casting Crowns. Do you know the band? I don't know. Casting Crowns has had two platinum Christmas albums. Peace on Earth went platinum all the way back in 2008, and the EP, It's Finally Christmas, that went platinum came out in 2017. If you don't know Casting Crowns, I'll bet the song, and I'm going to play this one, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. That was the most popular song, and that's the one that gets played during the Christmas season. Radio absolutely adores it. And when I looked at uh, Spotify's list, Spotify makes a point of showing you, you know, like their top streamed Christmas list. This was on there. It was in the 20s, but Casting Crowns was in there. Okay, what is it? 
If you go to a church, uh, usually a larger church, there's usually some kind of a youth pastor, and maybe the youth pastor is the hip guy Mm -hmm. who starts a band. Right. That's what it is. It was the band for this church, the First Baptist Church in downtown Daytona Beach, and they, they hit. I, I don't Get have a way out. Yeah. Here's why they hit. Do you know who Mark Miller is? No. No? He's the lead singer of Sawyer Brown. He attended that church. He liked the band, and he took them to his record company. Uh-huh. The record company said, hey, you know what? We don't have a Christian band. Let's throw them on our subsidiary, Beach Street Records and Kablooey. Love it. There you go. It's, a, it's one of those... You know, better than candy stories about you just happen to be the right band at the right wow. time. One more little cute uh, piece of trivia about Casting Crowns. They're one of the only American bands to ever, and this is weird because they're a Christian band. Uh-huh. They are one of the only bands to have been invited to play in North Korea. They played the 2009 Spring Friendship Arts Festival in Pyongyang. Get out. Doesn't that seem weird? Why? How did they do that? You got me. I'm assuming the great leader thought they were a great band. And so he had a great festival, and the great band showed up to the great festival by the great leader. My goodness. That's what I think. And that's the end of our second Christmas show of the year. Now, next week, we are going to come back. It's the last show of the year, and we always take the last calendar show of the year, and we tell you all of the musicians that have died that year. One more tip of the hat, one more raise of the glass, one more thank you for the music that you gave. And then we're going to go into the uh, year 2020, which is really a hindsight year. We're going to go into 2020. Really nothing off of that joke? Nothing? No, nothing. Hindsight is 2020? Yeah, I'm not touching it. We'll do the uh, we'll do the uh, anniversary or what we call the cocktail party show. So that wraps it up. Merry Christmas. Yeah. You I too, see. darling. All right. I'm Joe Burns. I am Tammy Burns. And happy holidays to all of you out there. We're done. Glasses dismissed. But the best